This audio was previously recorded as a YouTube video. Go to youtube.com forward slash jetlifewithtom for more information and more videos. And don't forget to check out theultimatejetguide.com if you're looking to buy or sell your private jet. That's theultimatejetguide.com. On to the show. So you want to buy a jet, but you don't know what to look for. You might be thinking, what difference does airframe time, engine times, and avionics really make? I'm going to share the exact components to think about when buying a jet so you can create your own personalized wish list to find your next private aircraft. Diving right in, here are a few things to keep in mind when buying your jet. Now, I'll be keeping in mind a Citation 501 for reference, but the concepts can be applied to other airframe models as well. Airframe times. Consider how old the airframe is. For a Citation 501 delivered in the 70s and 80s, I can tell you, anything at 4,000 hours or below, I ask, has it been flown or hasn't been parked on the runway for years? If it has 10,000 hours or more, it could be a great buy if the 10K inspection has been done and revealed the jet is good to go. You need to consider what you're most comfortable with. I trust all airframe times so long as I know it was well maintained. Airframe maintenance. There are two types of maintenance schedules, calendar and hourly. Calendar maintenance means annual maintenance, biannual maintenance, and long-term maintenance like the seven or 10 year inspection. It's based on the calendar. If you're gonna use your jet a lot, jets with calendar maintenance can be advantageous since you can better budget your maintenance schedule and it doesn't matter how much you fly. The other type of maintenance is hourly maintenance. Hourly maintenance means maintenance based on the hours you're flying. One big example is Cessna Citation's 10,000 hour inspection. Another example is engine maintenance. It's typically based on how many hours are on the engine. To help you with hourly maintenance, try to estimate how many hours a year you'll be flying. Then take the cost of that maintenance and divide it by your annual flight hours to get an idea of cost over time instead of thinking of it in one big chunk. For example, if you have 400 hours remaining until the engines are due for a hot section inspection, and a hot section inspection will cost you around $80,000, then you take 80,000 divided by 400, which equals $200 per hour to save up for that inspection. Much better than thinking that you have an $80,000 bill coming along in 400 hours. Airframe cosmetics. Consider if you want a fresh paint interior, one that's a little aged or one that needs a complete redo. A paint job will run you about $40,000 and up at the time of this recording. An interior can be about $40,000 all the way up to $100,000, depending on how much you want to touch up or replace. Downtime. While it can be advantageous to have a blank canvas when you buy your jet, consider downtime for both maintenance and cosmetics. Usually ongoing maintenance will take about two to four weeks and cosmetics may be similar. Engines. An engine's largest maintenance items are based on hours used. For most of the Citation 500 line, the engines need to be overhauled or taken apart every 3,500 hours. This cost is approximately 200,000 all the way up to $500,000 per engine, depending on the engine that you have and what they find when they take it apart. In addition to the major overhaul, engines need to be serviced and inspected through what's called a hot section inspection. This happens every 1,750 hours, about halfway between the overhauls. This cost is roughly half the cost of the overhaul. 
One thing savvy buyers do when purchasing an aircraft whose engines are due for overhaul soon is to purchase a used or rebuilt engine. This is something else you consider, and if you're working with me, I can assist you in purchasing an engine as well. Another consideration would be an engine extension program. Other things to consider with engine maintenance are life-limited parts in your engine. These are parts like the blades. Replacing all the blades in an engine could be a six-figure ordeal. Now, some engines have been upgraded to on-condition blades, which means they're not limited by time, but instead can be run so long as they are in good condition. All this to say, make sure you have a mechanic review the logbooks and the maintenance reports to make sure you have no life-limited parts coming due that may cost you more than you're expecting. Lastly, when it comes to both airframe and engine maintenance, consider where and who is doing the maintenance. Prices, quality, and overall workmanship can vary drastically between the different options that you have. For more information about choosing a service location, watch this video over here. Avionics, not as important if you're not a pilot, but it will play a role in the purchase resale price. You have two options. One is go with the factory steam gauges that were installed in the aircraft. They work well, very reliable, and some pilots prefer them. Or look at upgrades. Your communications GPS navigation systems like your Garmin 530 or 430 are a nice update. Then you also have the Garmin 750s or 650s, which are the most common upper end avionics package for the Citation 500 line cost is about $100,000 to install. You may also see Citation's upgraded EFIS system to the Garmin G600. Together with the dual 750s, this could be a $300,000 upgrade package. Bottom line on avionics, know that better avionics are better for resale, but if you plan to install better avionics, you'll likely not get the full amount of your investment back in return. Modifications. When considering legacy aircraft like those built in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, they may also include modifications such as an aft baggage mod that's extra storage so that you don't have to put bags in the cabin with your passengers. The engines might have thrust reversers. These help utilize smaller runways. Some people love them, some people don't like losing useful load because of the TRs. Air conditioning. <laughs> yes, some of these don't have air conditioning. Additional fuel capacity or upgraded engines. These are just a few of the modifications available. They're good to add to your wish list to help you target your perfect jet. Now let's come up with a wish list. Assuming you've chosen the right model jet by determining A, how far are you going, and B, how many people are you taking with you? The next thing you're gonna to want to do is determine how many hours per year will you be flying? And what price range do you wanna shop in? Next, take a look back at the airframe times, engine times, avionics, and modifications, and rank them in order of importance. Does it matter that the airframe needs a 10,000 hour inspection in 800 hours? Is 400 hours until engine overhaul enough? Or do you want engines with 1,000 hours remaining? Do you want a fully upgraded glass cockpit? Are there any mods that you can't live without on your next jet? Lastly, get with your jet broker and have him or her go hunting for you. If you're not working with a jet broker, I highly recommend doing so as they will have access to a much larger pool of available jets than you can find on your own. I hope you enjoyed this quick overview of how to create a wish list to buy a jet. I hope this helps you acquire your next jet. But if there are any other questions that you have, DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn at Tom Lullio or connect with me over here.